Good morning. Welcome to With God at Dawn. This morning I have a short little thing to share with you called The Law and the Gospel. And I have to tell you, frankly, I'm not sure that I understand it completely. It's so concise. It's very short. And um, I think it's going to take some thinking on my part to, to really get this. But here, let me just share it. The law is the gospel concealed. So the gospel is concealed in the law somehow. The gospel is the law revealed. So the law is revealed in the gospel because it's the law is love. The law is the gospel fullness delayed. The gospel is the lawfulness portrayed. The law is the gospel contained. The gospel is the law maintained. The law is the gospel cited. The gospel is the law lighted. Yeah, the light. Mm. The law is Christ designed. The gospel is Christ enshrined. So Christ designed the law, he is the law, and his gospel reveals the law. But like I said, there's so many thoughts in there that are deeper than what I am able to grasp at the moment. All right, so now what we're going to get to the study of the Ten Commandments in the New Testament. So I'm going to get my Bible, and we're going to read every place in the New Testament well, maybe not every place, but we're going to find the divine sanction to each of the Ten Commandments in the New Testament. Sorry, that was noisy. Okay. It's an interesting fact that the New Testament gives divine sanction to each of the Ten Commandments. The first commandment is found in Matthew 22, verse 37. Matthew 22, verse 37. But last of all, he sent unto them his son, saying, They will reverence my son. That's the first commandment. We are to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, and mind. The first commandment is... is uh, Oh, my mind being blank. I'm tired. It's hot out here. Let's see. The first commandment in the Ten Commandments is, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all... Let's see. No. Uh, I'm going to look it up. Excuse me. I don't know why I'm feeling so dense right now. I'm hot and tired. It's like 90 degrees outside right now, and it's 6 o'clock in the evening. <laughs> Exodus twenty twelve. I'm going to just read it. It'll make it easier. I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. All right. So, in Matthew twenty two thirty seven, it says, He sent, this is Jesus giving the parable, Last of all, he sent unto them his son, saying, They will reverence my son. So we are to... Obey, honor, and obey and reverence Jesus. 
or God, who is God. The second commandment, 1 John 5, 21. That one was a little bit oblique, wasn't it? But 1 John 5, 21, I could still see it. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. Amen. The second one, we are not to bow down to idols or even make them. 1 Corinthians 10, 19-21. What say I then, that the idol is anything, or that which is offered and sacrificed to idols is anything? But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils and not to God, and I would not that you should have fellowship with devils. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. You cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. Do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? 19-21. Okay. Next is 1 John 4, 24. Huh. I think this must be one of those places where they get a typo. Oh, no, not First John. It's just John 4.24. No wonder. Uh, it's, it is me. It's the operator. John 4.24. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So no idols. And that's the second commandment. So the second commandment is found in those three places. The third commandment is found in Matthew 5.33-37. Matthew 5, 33. Again, you have heard that it has been said by them of old that thou shalt not forswear thyself, but shalt perform unto the Lord thine oaths. Um, but I say unto you, swear not at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, neither by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Neither shalt thou swear by thy head, because thou canst not make one hair white or black. But let your communication be, yea, 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 nay, nay, for whatsoever is more than these cometh of evil. And the third commandment was not to take God's name in vain. And we just found that in Matthew 5, 33 to 37. The fourth commandment, which is the Sabbath commandment, and has God's seal in it. Let's find that in Mark 2, 27 and 28. And he said unto them, The Sabbath was made for man, and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. And Matthew twenty four twenty. But pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. That was Jesus telling them the future. Matthew twenty four twenty and 28.1 They asked when those things would come to pass and Jesus was warning them to pray that their flight not be on the Sabbath or in the winter. Matthew 28.1 In the end of the Sabbath as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. 
So even after Jesus' death, they were still keeping the Sabbath. And if anyone would have understood, if Jesus had changed the Sabbath, it would have been the closest ones to him, his disciples and the Marys who supported him. But let's go to Mark 16, 1 and 2. reason I can't get the pages to turn. Man. Okay. When the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, had bought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came to the sepulcher at the rising of the sun. So they waited for Sabbath to be over to finish that. Luke four sixteen. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. So Jesus was still keeping the Sabbath. Um, and Luke 23, 54 to 56. And that day was the preparation day, and the Sabbath drew on. And the women also which came with him from Galilee followed after, and beheld the sepulchre and how his body was laid. And they returned and prepared spices and ointments, and rested the Sabbath day according to the commandment. All right, so that was about the Sabbath. Now the fifth commandment, which was to honor your parents, Matthew fifteen four through 9. For God commanded, saying, Honor thy father and thy mother, and he that curseth father or mother, let him die the death. But you say, Whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, It is a gift by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me, and honor not his father or his mother, he shall be free. Thus you have made the commandments of God of none effect by your tradition. You hypocrites, well that Esaias prophesied of you, saying, This people draws nigh unto me with their mouth, and honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. So Jesus was still supporting the commandments to honor parents. Ephesians 6, 1 through 3. Ephesians 6, 1 through 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with thee. Now, this was in Paul's time. It's Paul speaking to the Ephesian church. That it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. So that's the fifth commandment. Still good. Sixth commandment, Matthew 5.21 You have heard that it was said by them of old time, Thou shalt not kill, and whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. So there we go, the sixth commandment, Thou shalt not kill. But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment, and whosoever shall say to his brother Rekha shall be in danger of the council. So 
um, Jesus makes takes the Ten Commandments to a spiritual level even deeper. So not only are you not to kill, you're not to hate your brother. And also, 1 John 3, 15. I think that's what you find in the New Testament. Jesus taking the principles of the Ten Commandments to a deeper level. Whosoever hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. The seventh commandment, thou shalt not commit adultery, let's go to Matthew 5, 27 and 28. You have heard that it was said by them of old time, thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you that whosoever looks on a woman to lust after her has committed adultery with her already in his heart. And Matthew 19, 9 and 18. And I say unto you, whosoever shall put away his wife, except it be for fornication, and shall marry another, commits adultery. And whoso marrieth her which is put away, does commit adultery. And 18. He saith unto him, which Jesus said, which? Jesus said, Thou shalt do no murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness. Honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. The Eighth Commandment, Matthew nineteen eighteen. Well, um, what was the Eighth Commandment? Thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness. The Ninth Commandment, Matthew nineteen eighteen. Yeah, the Ninth Commandment is also included in that one. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. They're both there. And the Tenth Commandment, Romans 7, 7. Romans 7, verse 7. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid. Nay, I had not known sin, but by the law. For I had not known lust, except the law had said, Thou shalt not covet. And Matthew 19, 21 and 22. Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Yes, and he was covetous of his possessions, and that was the tenth commandment. Alrighty then, we have found the ten commandments in the New Testament. And tomorrow morning, oh, this is good. Tomorrow morning, we're going to study the two covenants. Oh, okay, well, I guess we should... No, we don't need to summarize the Ten Commandments. You know them. Um, we found them in the New Testament and in the Old. And I'm sure there are more, more places as well. But let's just close with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, that the principles of your law are good and that Jesus designed them and that they reveal the gospel in action. Help us, Lord, today as we go our way, these who are here with me and myself, 
that, that we will listen for your still small voice guiding us to keep us on the straight and narrow. Thank you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you, brothers and sisters. God bless you today. And just help. let the Lord help you. He will give you victory over everything he's promised. And I'll see you in the morning.